Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here. This is the Astrological Winds Channel. I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for February 14th through the 20th. So Valentine's Day is today, Monday. And interestingly enough, there's a Venus conjunct Mars this week. So that's kind of fitting. But the two, you know, there's three big things this week, actually. And two of them I touched base on already in the monthly. So if you want a little more detail on the on those two, which is Pluto trining the North Node, which happens today on Monday, the 14th. And then on Thursday, the 17th, Jupiter sextiling Uranus, which I said was actually probably the biggest aspect of the month as far as I was concerned. So I got into detail a little bit more on the monthlies, but I am going to bring them up again. And in relation to the Pluto North Node trine that's happening today, Monday the 14th, um, exact today anyway, because it's going to be an orb for quite a while. Um, at the same time, Mercury goes back into Aquarius finally. If you remember, it was about 10 degrees into Aquarius when it went retrograde um, about a month ago and backtracked to about 25 degrees Capricorn and now is um, it went direct about a week or so ago, no, on the 3rd. So it's been a week and a half now. And... Um, picking up speed and back into Aquarius now. And I thought that was kind of interesting in the sense of like, you know, being a trigger kind of catalyst kind of day for the Pluto North Node trend. If you can remember, like I touched on that in the monthly about how that was like working together with other groups, um, you know, even stuff that can kind of become like mass social type movements, um, you know, using the media and communications and stuff to get our message out to um, the groups of those goals. So there's going to be like a lot of um, people will be like doing a lot of messaging for what they believe in and they want they're doing that to try to influence others you know to come along with them and um so you know it can be like a very like you know it can become like a mass kind of movement so like you know we're looking at a time where there is a lot of that stuff going on and i think you know maybe people will start to really um you know want to take actions on their beliefs with people who have similar um, belief systems and like do that like in a supporting way. So it can really be like the birthing of a movement or the reformation of old ones into an updated version or um, and, and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, and what we do now too can really have a great effect on our future and the future of the people around us. So um, so it's like interesting. Now, the Mercury in Aquarius can be stubborn, though, too. Like, it can get into, like, you know, really stubborn battles about beliefs and opinions and um, really being dismissive of our emotional impact on others. So it can really, like... Um, make a difference with that like in the sense of like um kind of almost like being dismissive of of that of that kind of impact and that that it's not as important as getting the actual belief the group standards um the things we want to really push 
out there. But on the positive side, it, you know, really is um, innovative and cutting edge where it can really come up with some new stuff, some original ideas that are really exciting to upload into the system. Um, you know, but it is very emotionally detached about that, but also like the use of like technology and uh, media and science to really, um, you know, find some of those solutions. So very interesting thing. Interesting enough too is that, you know, the Mercury, Mercury is trying series two at the same time. So it's like series is like, you know, it, it's, you know, almost like getting intellectual support too from finding these people that are similar to you on that level. So very interesting there. And then, you know, when we go to Wednesday, there's a couple things going on. A few things I mentioned about Wednesday. So like Wednesday is the full moon, first of all, in Leo, which is, you know, one of the biggest events of the week for sure. And it's at 28 degrees Leo. So it's like at one of those last three critical degrees at the end of a sign where, you know, we're really being asked to step up in our game and in, in each of our individuals games you know the moon in leo is all about like getting like recognition um you know for the talents and the uniqueness of our individuality and and um and and, and it can get voyeuristic for sure in in seeking that kind of um of that attention that the Leo energy wants, the kind of look at me kind of attention that the Leo moon kind of energy wants, you know, it can definitely get like, you know, even bombastic about getting it. If it doesn't get it in a positive way, it'll go for it in a negative way. But what's interesting with the full moon there in Aquarius, see the sun in Aquarius, that is, so the moon opposing the sun, um, What's really interesting about that is that's, you know, what we're, you know, it's like, okay, you know, what does that, where does that talent and uniqueness fit into the greater whole, into the masses, into society, into groups, into where things are headed now? Like, you know, um, it's kind of like one of those um, crux points where it's like, are you is are you an island you know with all these talents and everything or are you ready to you know plug into the place in the collective energy in society with what the, your uniqueness is that you know that part of the island that's yours can you like make it part of like the continent almost like you know bring it in and do that. So that's what the sun in Aquarius is really demanding. Like it's like saying to that, you know, that part of the Leo that's like kind of that egotistical look at me kind of thing. Well, yeah, but like, you know, what what is beyond that? You know, it's nice to have these gifts, but where are they being used? for it, you know, in the greater whole, in the collective. So, you know, this full moon's like really asking us to take our place in that. And, and if you look at the houses that it falls in in your chart, 28 degrees of Leo, 
28 degrees of Aquarius, and it'll tell you the axis, the, the two houses that you'll see most of this activity like occurring, you know? So, so um, what's really interesting too about this is the, the um, sun and moon in this, in this are actually squaring the north and south node too. So like in effect, they're making a grand cross, although the nodes are not technically um, planets or bodies, physical bodies. So you can't really, you know, it's not really a true grand cross in the sky so much, but on an imprint level it is. So that means there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot of issues that each of us as individuals are having to deal with simultaneously. And these issues are things that are rooted in the past that are shifting and changing and, and have to be let go in order for like this new place in the future where we're supposed to go. And that may even tie into like, you know, the North Node trine the Pluto there and also the Jupiter sextile Uranus all even the Mercury and Aquarius all that stuff of like you know where does this all fit in with the collective so very interestingly enough squaring those nodes and that really shows that like the individual is going to be very challenged right now by groups by communities by other people that there's going to be like things that really challenge you to let go of those like old things. And, and you may have like separations and losses from people and things and values and beliefs and goals of the past. And they, and they, you know, they're at a tension point right now. And, and the energy can be very draining too. It can like drain energy away when that is and kind of like, you know, leave you low at times. So like, you know, but at the same time, what it's doing is it's helping you to sort out where you're supposed to be headed, who you're supposed to be connecting with to go into this like greater, um, role that you are being called for, whatever that may be in, in this time. So what's interesting too is the, um, the new moon, I mean, the full moon is also trying Eris, you know, and being that she's the goddess of change, it's showing that it's an opportunity where we can like let go and allow it to flow in a little bit with less resistance than we might normally, but it, it can still be very, very chaotic feeling. So, so very interesting full moon um, on Wednesday, connecting to the nodes and to Eris. And um, also Wednesday is the Venus conjunct Mars. Now, what's interesting about this one, you know, you'll remember Venus you might remember Venus went retrograde in Capricorn back on December 15th, spent six weeks going backwards in Capricorn from 25 to 10 degrees, turned around on January 29th and is still in Capricorn and will be so for a, a couple more weeks or so still. So Mars went into Capricorn, if you'll remember, a couple weeks ago too. And Mars is very strong in Capricorn, traditionally exalted there. And, you know, when they're together, Venus and Mars can be very, very sweet, you know, and this is really a nice Valentine's Day or week 
type of um, aspect, and it is an orb on Monday, even though it's exact on Wednesday. It is like, you know, within, a, you know, getting within a couple degrees on Monday. So it is like, you know, we're feeling it on Valentine's Day. And it really does blend like this romantic, loving relationship need that Venus has to, you know, relate to others and get love with the drive of our own desire, um, which is what Mars represents, you know, which can be more egotistical and driven, but Mars is, um, you know, in Capricorn, in a strong sign. And so, you know, this can be really harmonious for the most part, sometimes not, you know. Um, there's definitely a very strong desire to connect with someone on a sexual or romantic level, you know, um, it, um, you know, Mars in Cap can be definitely on the traditional level. And then when you think about Venus in Cap too, Venus in Cap really wants stability in relationships. So it's kind of interesting on that level that, um, the two of them are come together and they kind of looking for something maybe that's a little more traditional or based in things in the past and, and, and the way things have looked in the past. So like there may be like a lot of rules and things like that um, in the relationship, like, you know, um, wanting, you know, need, demanding some type, type, of, type of obedience or structure or form or commitment in order to make relationships work well. And with it all in Capricorn too, a lot of it is based in the material world. It's kind of like, well, what is practical and value in this relationship for me? And, and you know, and, and so people like really get a satisfaction from, from a stability on a long-term and in a material sense. So there's definitely like the pot, you know, it's a conjunction. So there's like definitely the possibility for new relationships here to really, you know, um, stabilize and be something that's like, you know, practical, um, real world, um, and, and valuable to each party on that level. Um, but, um, you know, I would say that, you know, the, the thing is like, there is that Capricorn desire to control a lot, you know, and that, you know, a lot of times can fall into this trap of like relation, relating to people for positioning is what I would call it for like, you know, the social positioning part that they are, or like the ambition that they can kind of represent to you is there too, or like, you know, so you're finding like, um, value in things like that. But, you know, um, obviously the issue with Venus, Mars, when it would be negative in, the, in this sense would be if the Mars thing in particular tries to be like too controlling of the other, too authoritarian, too pushy, too, I know it all. And, you know, with Venus and Cap there too, you know, she can fall very easily into playing that game too. So very interesting on that level. Now, Thursday is the day of the exact Jupiter sextile Uranus, which I talked about a lot in the monthly. And I really do consider this the biggest aspect of the month, you know, and just once again, if you want to go back to the monthly and get a little more detail, but it's inviting in big change. It's like wanting personal growth, 
through change, getting opportunities to do that. And that can be part of, once again, seeing social movements behind that and, and you know, wanting to bring that into our lives. So, um, you know, it can also bring sudden quick gains to us. Um, really is about working for the future more than anything else. So, you know, like I said, I did a little more detail on it in the monthly, but to me, this is like really the, you know, the key aspect of this month is to, you know, really um, gives us, there's opportunities in this like chaotic changing landscape of the world, which is the Uranus thing, to actually get some kind of personal expansion, growth, new knowledge, um, new exposure, new experiences to bring in more to us. A very exciting energy together, the two of them. Um, the last thing I want to mention this week is on Friday, the sun goes into Pisces. So in the Northern Hemisphere, that means we are in the... Um, the last throes of winter and in the southern hemisphere you guys are going to be in your last throes of the summer um and so you know the sun in pisces is a time when you know emerging energy kind of comes in um a lot of people you know on an individual level may you know focus in on like a spiritual or artistic or creative path um it you know usually opens up the doors of compassion and empathy and unconditional love towards others more tolerance but also um like a sensitivity you know that um for people who are more sensitive really you know feeling it even more you know really picking up on others' emotions and feelings around us um, or the environment that we're in. Um, and, and, you know, it can be so much so that the negative part of Pisces can come in where um, we need to escape, that it, it's too sensitive, so may use substances or whatever. Or, you know, in a more positive way, we would find time alone a lot in this next month to just kind of contemplate and meditate on like a lot of the stuff that's going on and how that kind of fits into the a greater picture for us. So if we can kind of slow that down, that's good. But like the, the problem with Pisces energy is if it gets too idealistic, you know, it can get very self-delusional and, and it literally can get self-delusional to the point where we're becoming preachy and think that we have the answers for everybody, which is never the case, actually. Um, and and so, you know, that's, you know, where it can be taken too far. Like, you know, if you're not with us, then you're against us. Pisces can fall into that trap, the two fish that are actually tied together, but, you know, swimming in two different directions so they don't see how they're tied together. Um, so, you know, that's the trap of Pisces is to you get into that. You're either with us or against us instead of saying, you know, you know, and the good, the positive part, the part we want to do is like the more tolerant and compassionate part of Pisces that welcomes everyone in and recognizes the connection that we have with others and with everything in our environment around us and with life itself and 
if you are, you know, a spiritual or religious person with your higher power. So that's our week, um, an interesting week for sure. There's a lot of energy packed in there, um, but a lot of like, you know, chances to really push ahead forward and you kind of take our place in, um, in where that future is moving. But the full moon is definitely like, you know, going to be a stressor point to really um, push us to let go of a lot of old stuff. Old people may move, you know, old friends and family or stuff may move on or you may have to disassociate yourself from groups that you never, you no longer feel like you're completely in agreement with. And then find them, you know, and then the challenge to find um, the ones where you do fit in better and um, do make, you know, new connections with. So very interesting week. Um, Matt Lawton, this is the Astrological Winds Channel. Um, every week I do this weather report as a free service. And what I ask of you is um, to please find one person in your iPhone or your um or your um, rolodex or whatever to pass it on to that you think might be interested and i understand they know they might not be but if you can pass that on that'd be great um you know occasionally people like to give a donation that you're welcome to do that just look me up on venmo or paypal or or um zell under matthew lawton l-a-u-t-e-n um the blog is posted on YouTube channel, Astrological Winds channel. So if you have a YouTube account, become a follower, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when it comes. Um, if you don't have YouTube or want to do YouTube, don't want to do YouTube, and you have Instagram, there's also the Astrological astrological winds channel can be looked up on instagram and you become a follower and i do sometimes post other stuff on instagram too during the week i might post some extra things here and there on certain days um and then um also i do post it on facebook my facebook is a private account so once again you have to friend me first matthew lawton l-a-u-t-e-n and then it's also available on all kinds of podcasts so um, through Buzzsprout, you know, Spotify, Apple iPodcasts, Reveal. There's 15 or 20 of them at least that pick it up. So really no need to, you know, see the video. It's really listening. And remember, if you don't know astrology well, just listen to the words in between the astrological terms for the energy. I'm also available for all kinds of readings. Professionally, I've been doing readings 20 some odd years now. And um, just email me at M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And we can talk about prices. I do natal charts. I do predictive readings for a year, like, you know, just like this weather report that I do each week. I do that for a year for you. Um, relationship charts, children's charts, elections, when you need to know the timing of any, to plan something or the best timing, um, horary charts, relocations and astrolocality, um, fixed star readings for deeper soul purpose, so all kinds of different services. I also have classes available for beginners. Um, just uh, let me know. Um, once again, email me. They're on Dropbox, $25 a class or 20 if you're a student with an ID. 
All right, I think that just about does it. Um, you know, I uh, hope you all had a happy Valentine's Day. And, um, you know, use this opportunities for change to, you know, push in the direction that you want to go and see the world go, whatever that may be. Till next week, this is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds Channel signing off.